This is a download from BFM 89.9, the business station. Everyone's a critic, jointly presented with Chindana. Hello, you're listening to Everyone's a Critic. I'm Sharmila Ganesan. And for today's review, I'm joined by Dashran Yohan of the Bigger Picture team. Thanks for joining me, Dash. Oh, it's really uh, happy to be here again after quite some time. It's going to be a tough one to review, I will say. Cause it's, I know, yeah, know, yeah, yeah. I mean, plays are not always the most like... Um, spoilerific things but but mm-hmm. yeah be that as it may today we're reviewing um a play by theater 360 called orang bulan it's written by yusuf bakar and it is going to be presented at the pataling jaya performing arts center from the 29th of april to the 2nd of may so dash and i along with a couple of other people actually got a an advanced preview of it a very interesting experience for me in particular because this was my first live performance after uh, nearly a year i think um and so just it's a it's a play in bahasa malaysia it's written by yusuf baka and uh, the title orang bulan is really a, a great indication of what it is it's essentially a story of a mother and a son who live on the in uh, on the moon in a colony yep. on the moon the son is a minor um it's set in the future and we are introduced to them at a point where they are going to be i suppose repatriated back to earth yes and this kind of um sets them off on a journey of questioning of of revealing secrets um of conversations between the t- the two of them uh which takes you to some very unexpected places yes and i guess like a lot of the unexpected places we go to we can't even reveal and that will be the challenge of this this review right because it requires uh, a lot of the enjoyment or why we are we were so hooked is because of things that we learn um throughout which we can't spoil for you I, I, it's better if you go in like knowing as little as possible right but overall i i thought it was it was like for a 70 minute play um it flew by it was really really well written well performed and and it is a play i would say that requires or relies heavily um on its performers right because it's only two people um there's not it's it's not like this huge elaborate musical for example where there are many moving parts there are props and all but it's very it's a it's a confined space there are two people and it's their interactions and i thought on that front it's a play that relies uh, relies so much on the performance and also the writing and and both i think are knocked it out of the park Yeah so you you basically mentioned the two uh, main components that make this such a success right um mm-hmm. the script by Yusuf Bakar uh, and also the performance by Zilfa Zainal and Anwar Hadi so Zilfa plays the mother and Anwar plays the son and really you spend the bulk of this play at all of this play really with the both of them um and director Christopher Ling I think recognize the joys the pain the 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 pleasures of spending time with these two components the performances and the script because very light touch when it comes to staging when it comes to uh, directions and that's not to mm-hmm. say that I think it can be very deceptive with something like this where the director's touch is um and so it's it's interesting to watch that because you come away I think taken away by by the story by the the commitment of the performers um which is great because i think in my opinion the best kind of direction should be the one that you don't necessarily notice especially with theater um yes. which foregrounds a lot of these elements and there's so many things to talk about but perhaps we can start with the that script itself right mm-hmm. um now 
what I found interesting about it is that it's so appropriate for the time that we're watching it in because there are certain things about it, the way they speak. So again, this is set in the future. This is, a, you know, where space travel has become quite the norm. Um, I don't think it's a huge spoiler to say, like in most uh, sci-fi themed things, the earth has become a, a place that is almost uninhabitable. Uh, in You know, they refer to it as hell many times in yes. the play itself. Um, and they speak with very technical language in very throwaway casual ways and why I'm bringing this up and and it's a credit to the way the writer has written the play is because um, at any other time if you hear somebody talking about megalopolises and and rare earth mining and so on (laughs) um, you're willing you're you're probably going to think like oh normal people don't use scientific terms in conversations yes but I think the last year has actually changed that right because now we use such um, we use things like efficacy results in such throwaway, <laughs> you know, throwaway manner that that I felt like this was a great time to watch something that felt so futuristic because it kind of felt like the future isn't that far in the future at all. Yes, and I think that's what's um, in a way, in a good way, very sort of reflective and scary about the the play as well is because. Um, yeah, the, the, what you brought up about like the way they communicate is really funny, especially because um, the mom is also using these terms mm-hmm. in a very throwaway line. It's very interesting, like the way you say, like how it, it sort of ties back to the, the time that we are in. Um, it's also it's also very interesting because there are a lot of commentary that goes underneath that. So like on the surface, you have this story um, which Sharmila uh mentioned earlier which I don't want to say anything more but underneath they are also trying to talk about like any good sci-fi films um, it's a it's a commentary on what we are going through right now and like you said the future is I think I remember a time where we used to watch maybe the the, the Blade Runner film that came out in the 70s you know things like that where it it, it feels like something of out of a fantasy Right, because that that how is something like that going to be so uh, connected to what we are going through, the phase of uh, uh, technological advancement that we are in? But whatever that goes on in this play, especially it's how it's written and how it ties to what we are going through uh, with COVID and capitalism and our political uh, the mess that we are in right now, it really does feel that um, you know it's so the the, the future could be the future that they are talking about could actually just be, you know, 10 years down the road. And and that's scary. But I do want to ask you something about the themes. Did you find that, um, like I mentioned, you know, capitalism, um, politics, technology, that they all mesh together to tell, uh, to sort of bring out like one larger message? Do you think the themes were gelled together properly? That's an interesting question because I also think that gets to the heart of um what you take away from the play or or rather what the play is about, which Mm. we cannot say too much about. For me, it did. I think it also does, it kind of cleverly cheats a little bit because um, now I'm just going to say that the play has a lot of sleight of hand going on. There are sort of versions of the truth that you might see. And so because of this, uh, I'm still not sure whether it, it, it entirely comes together or whether it's kind of presented as concepts, but as an audience, you don't really mind just because of how cleverly everything is presented to you. I would say that more than focus on details, more than focus on small picture or um, the 
logic of how this might have come to pass. Mm-hmm. The play seems a lot more interested in the in the larger broad strokes and the the philosophical ideas of certain aspects. Yes, and I, and I I'm in the same boat as you because I think that um, so the play is a is a mystery and and with any mystery you you want to know what's actually going on what's the reality so when there are questions there has to be answers now when we finally get to an an to the answer i don't know i still haven't made up my mind entirely about it i find it like a little bit lackluster as in i don't know if the answer justifies the sort of chaos that that ensues right but at the same time i will say that and this is again credit to the writing and performances i think you don't think about that too much while you're watching because individual scenes are written and performed superbly so you're so engrossed and you're so i don't know mesmerized especially by the performances which i'm sure we'll get into uh, you know deeper later but i i can't just quite decide if if the whole thing adds up just yet there are still questions lingering on my mind but but i say, i can say that uh, it didn't bother me at all and i wanted to say that um for a for a play that that on its surface sounds uh serious and and you know again it's sci-fi there are so many funny witty sarcastic moments uh, some of them definitely in the script itself uh, some of them just brought about by things like body language and the way that the actors sort of move or interact with each other which i really appreciated because it adds to that right that experience and a certain spontaneity of live performance which i think i've really missed yes for sure and and that's the thing um i think we were discussing this a little bit uh, right after we left uh, our preview because we watched it in a black box and the performance that uh, the audiences when they buy tickets they're going to watch it in in pj pack so there is this element which i'm curious and i'm pretty curious to watch it again as well to know how much the writing stuff um the jokes and all I, i'm sure will translate uh, just as well but there are certain things that are at least to me it was extra funny because there was so much more interaction i feel between the the actor and us as an audience because of us being in an enclosed space so there were moments where um the, the actor could you know he he looks at us and he just gives like this cheeky maybe smile mm-hmm. or or something like that and and you know and he's trying to tell us like you know what's going on you know that sort of thing it'll be interesting to see how it you know translates where there's a bigger space and people are maybe slightly further at, further at the back We're reviewing Orang Bulan today, which is an upcoming play by uh, presented by Theatre Three Sixty. It's going to be staged at the at the Petaling Jaya Performing Arts Centre from the twenty ninth of April to the second of May. We'll be continuing the review shortly. Keep it here on Everyone's a Critic, BFM eighty nine point nine. You're listening to Everyone's a Critic, jointly presented with Chindana. Break from mediocrity, BFM eighty nine point nine. You're listening to Everyone's a Critic, jointly presented with Chindana. Welcome back. You're listening to Everyone's a Critic with Sharmila, and today I'm joined by Dash, and we are reviewing Theatre Three Sixties Orang Bulan, which is going to be staged at the Petaling Jaya Performing Arts Centre from the 29th of April to the 2nd of May. So earlier we were discussing the script and and sort of our experience of watching the play. I wanted to hone in on really the thing that makes the show, which is the performances. Yes. Um, as we said earlier, this is a two-hander, so uh, it's it's really just two actors. Anwar Hadi and Zilfa Zainal and I 
I think like for all the things that um, came together to make the show a success, the performances were such a huge part because that interaction between the two of them, um, the, the, underlying tensions of the mother-son relationship and then as it evolves the way that relationship changes the way we see different versions of it the actors are required to do a lot and they're required to sort of inhabit very different versions of themselves and make very quick shifts and I thought they nailed it and and I I was so glad to um, be able to watch a live performance that sort of gave me this opportunity. I think so too and and what what I really like is there is although it's a two person play there is a energy level that you know doesn't it it's sort of like the the fire or the energy you know it, it just brims throughout it, it even like escalates as the play goes on and that when honestly like when I when the, when I start when the play just started right um after like maybe three minutes I was like okay is this gonna be one of those incredibly artsy fartsy kind of thing and, <laughs> and I'm all about the artsy fartsy you know when it comes to film and all that but I haven't you know been out of the house you know because of the pandemic and all and when you go to watch a live play you don't want to see two people sulking you know and just whispering for for an for hour 70 That's minutes, not, for 70 yeah. minutes exactly so you want something a little bit and this play gives you that you know that excitement that that energy level although it's just just two people talking to each other. Um, both of them, uh, uh, Zilfa Zainal and also uh, Anwar Hadi, I, I, yeah, Anu, and Zilfa Zainal and Anwar Hadi, they are both very charismatic. Um, they carry their scenes really well to the point where even if it is scenes where it is very serious and they are just both um, talking to talking to each other in like um, maybe different at, at a certain volume, for example, and or it, it's very captivating and then without you know realizing it the energy amps up and suddenly there are like even like the arguments they have it, it escalates and without you knowing um there are moments of humor and there are moments of comedy that are sort of interspliced within the seriousness that work really well because i remember when we were watching we were only about 10 of us there uh and there are moments where you are so hooked because of it's a serious scene and then something the character says and everyone just starts chuckling, mm-hmm. you know, and, and there are loads of moments like that because the humor is at, sometimes comes at the most unexpected moments, but it isn't cringy or anything like that. It's really well done. And they kind of, they're required to sell a lot, right? In terms mm-hmm. of the physicality of this piece, because yes. the set is very minimal, uh, which is nice. I, I liked that the set was minimal, that despite the futuristic setting and all that, uh, they didn't sort of overdo it with the with the shiny surfaces and yes. whatnot. In fact, they, they play a lot with lighting and, and just boundaries of space to kind of create a, a sort of claustrophobic set. Mm-hmm. Um, but that said, you also require, um, you rely on the actors to give that to you. Um, even small things like constantly needing to use their palms for instance to move yes, into rooms. Yes, I was just about to read that. Yeah. So good. Yeah, it was I so really good. Um, the, the sense of being in small spaces, uh, how they kind of interact with each other within particular rooms, um, when they look in particular directions. It, it was so subtle, a lot of these choices, a lot of these um, these choices of action. But I think it, it went a long way to be able to 
uh, to kind of put us in that place and to sell the more unbelievable aspects of the script. You know, the the we're in a future where um, you know there's a moon colony and and you're kind of uh, seeing this family drama play out in mm-hmm. with them talking about things like Greta Thunberg or, or <laughs> you know um, things that things that you know especially for a play can be a bit of a tough sell. Yes, and and I love that the the way they use the space because I think it you you need to be able they need to do a good enough job to to be able to convince you that basically what we are seeing is some a square line on the floor, some lights, and a couple of boxes. Essentially, that's what it is, and they need to convince you, like you said, Sharmila, when they use their palms, um, how they go into certain areas of this box on this on the floor um, and you do it for c- certain things there's an area where he washes his face for example the actors and they do that and they are, they, they are very consistent with how um, the details in this sense the actors that you after within like a couple of minutes you start to see the the props by yourself you can imagine that you're there. You can imagine that there are buttons. You can imagine that when he tells his mother to, for example, look outside, you know, there's something that he wants the mother to look at. You can see what the mom is seeing, although it's there's nothing. And I think that is something that, pro- that was probably the most unique and most, uh, the, the biggest thing that really stuck to me about the play is how well they do. And also how they, they managed to, like you said, there are physicalities and the physical, even the physicality, sometimes, you know, it may take place in a, in a scene that is supposed to be serious. And, but the audience reaction may not necessarily reflect that, but it's not something that was unintentional or a, a poor creative choice. It was done purposefully to get that sort of absurdity in there and, and things. And, and I think like whether it's director, whether it's uh, the writer, whether it's the performance, I think everything was really working very well together in this play. I just wanted to close by asking you this because it's something I've been thinking about since I mm-hmm. watched the play. I was very excited to be able to watch a play. So for me, that in yes. itself was a, was a win. Watch a play in person. Um, but it is inherently not a not a uplifting story, yes. right? Um, it is a story of, of humanity sort of uh, reaching a, a very sad, I'm not going to say end, but a sad state of affairs because yes. of poor choices that we continue to make. Yeah, it's um, essentially telling that if we continue our whatever decisions that we make these days, that is where we're going to end exactly. up. And, and not, yeah. a, not an unfamiliar theme mm-hmm. with sci-fi, right? But I was just wondering whether... Um, is that the experience you needed right now? Because um, for me personally, I thought I might, I might sort of feel a little bit like, oh no, like another depressing cautionary tale. But actually, I think something about the play left me feeling a little bit more like the humanity of the play was very strong for me. So yes. that didn't leave me feeling hopeless. Yeah, and I don't think the play is a hopeless. Um, it, I, I don't know if that is what. Maybe it's not like this rara, you know, inspiring. It leaves you like, oh yeah, like let's, you know, I feel so much better. It's definitely not that. But I think if you if you're someone, the thing I I think it just like the the thing is like just like you, I am just glad that I, you know, I was able to watch this, and also I'm generally a person that I like to watch, you know, like not all the time, but like, you know, depressing stuff, you know, very, 
you know, self-reflective. You just leave you feeling sad or hopeless or like, you know, you don't know what, what the future holds. But I don't know if this was that because while the themes may be very difficult, I don't think it's a, as a play, it's difficult to digest. And I think it goes back to what I was afraid of, which is the energy of the play. It's it's a serious play, but it's not two people whispering to each other and you know just talking about things like that in a in a where you need to like put your ears really close, your hands clubs cups to your ear to try and figure out what they're saying and you're like thinking every single second. I don't think it's that kind of play. It is a very fun. Um, it's a serious play. It, it's it's you have to think a lot. You have to be engaged as, uh, and mentally stimulated to be really hooked on what you're seeing. But at the same time, I think it's very fun. And at the same time, I don't think it's telling you that uh, we are doomed as a, as a society. I think it tells you that this is reality, but there are ways. If we think about what they are saying and we reflect and we make changes, we can avoid this. We've been reviewing Theatre 360's Orang Bulan, which is written by Yusuf Bakar. Uh, it is a Basam Malaysia play that is going to be staged at the Pataling Jaya Performing Arts Centre from the 29th of April to the 2nd of May. If you're interested to get tickets for that, you can head over to bit.ly slash Orang Bulan T360. Thanks, Dash, for joining me for this review today. No problem. It was really great. Hope I can come and do more. <laughs> Let us know. Um, have you been catching um, any other performances that you'd like to recommend? What are some that have stood out for you? You can WhatsApp us 018-789-8899. Tweet us at BFM Radio. You've been listening to Everyone's a Critic, BFM 89.9. Everyone's a Critic, jointly presented with Chindana. For updates on Malaysian arts and culture, follow Chindana on Facebook and Instagram. Thank you for listening to this podcast. To find more great interviews, go to bfm.my or find us on iTunes. BFM 89.9, The Business Station.